Welcome to today's Bible College. Fernando, your pastor, let's go ahead and enjoy this teaching. We're going to hopefully do 25, 26, and 27 of today's readings of Faith to Faith, the book from kcm.org. Let's go ahead and pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Today's reading comes to us from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 4 and 6 and 7. From the New King James Version, it says, Greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 4, 6, and 7. Let me read that to you again in the New Living Translation. This is, excuse me, says, I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted, and I will be filled with joy when we are together again. This is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. There are times when you know what God has called you to do, but you just don't feel you have the inner resources you need to do it. Somehow you simply run dry. You know the word says that out of the belly shall flow rivers of living water. That's in John 7.38. But during those times, you can't even find the creek bank, much less the river. The Word of God tells us how to handle those situations through a clear command. Stir up the gifts inside you. You stir yourself up. Everything you need is already in you. Jesus put it in there. Everything you ever need to accomplish what God has called you to do has been placed inside you by God Almighty. Faith is in there. Power is in there. Love is in there. Believe that. Speak it out. Say it to yourself now. Write out loud. Say this after me. Say, in the name of Jesus, I stir up the gift that's within me by faith. I'm stirring up my faith. I'm not going to wait until I feel stirred up. I'm stepping out by faith and expecting my feelings to follow. I'm stirring up the love of God that is in me. I'm stirring up the power. I'm stirring up myself and running the devil out of my affairs. I'm stirring myself up in the spirit of the living God. I am stirred up. <laughs> Amen. Please try to follow me on this. Let's do it one more time. In the name of Jesus, I stir up the gift that's within me by faith. 
I'm stirring up my faith. I'm not going to wait until I feel stirred up. I'm step out by faith and expecting my feelings to follow. I'm stepping out by faith and expecting my feelings to follow. I'm stirred up the love of God that is in me. I'm stirring up the love of God that is in me. I'm stirring up the power. I'm stirring up myself and running the devil out of my affairs. I'm stirring myself up in the spirit of the living God. I am stirred up. Amen. Additional reading is 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. This letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus. I have sent out to tell others about the life. I have been sent out to tell others about the life he has promised through faith in Christ Jesus. I am writing to Timothy, my dear son. May God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord give you grace, mercy, and peace. Timothy, I thank God for you. The God that I serve with a clear conscience, just as my ancestors did. Night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers. Night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted. And I will be filled with joy when we are together again. I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know the same faith continues strong in you. This is why I remind you to fan into the flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. And don't be ashamed of me either, even though I'm in prison for him with the strength God gives you. Be ready to suffer with me for the sake of the good news. Amen. Okay, let's go ahead and move on to the next reading. One of the ways I do to stir myself up, you know, believe it or not, I, I get on my knees on the kitchen sink and I touch the metal part of the drain as I, I reach over and I put my head in the, on the counter and then I'll pray the Our Father and I try to connect with grounding myself, you know, so I have it no extra static electricity in my body. I ground myself, and then I'll pray the Our Father. And sometimes it takes three Our Fathers to hit a payload to open up heaven, and I can feel that stirring up. Stir it up, folks. Stir it up. Amen. One of the other prayers I use is the Jabez prayer that goes, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. Say that with me, please. Oh, that you would bless me indeed. And enlarge my territory, that your hand will be upon me, that it may not cause me, that no harm will come to me, and that I may have peace and prosper in all that I do. 
Amen. That's the Fernando version. And then the Bible says, and God answered that prayer, that request. And I added the O. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand shall be upon me and that you will keep me from evil, that it may not harm me. In Jesus' name, amen. One more time, please. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. Let your hand will be upon me and will keep me from evil, that it may not harm me. I messed it up, huh? Amen. Good enough. And God performed the what we requested. Amen. I have different versions in me. That's the reason it comes out like that. But I felt it. Did you feel it? I felt the connection. When you see a little light from your spirit glow, it's usually white, blue, or red. When you close your eyes and you pray and you see a little light glow, it means you got the connection and you you sent out a signal and the signal came back and you feel it. You, I feel it. I feel empowered. Amen. All right, let's go and move to our next session, which is November 26. What's your name? Articles by Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. In Colossians 3.17, we read, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Amen. In other words, in another Bible, it says, And whatever you do or say, do it all as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through Him to God the Father. All right, let's go ahead and do that. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Lord Jesus, thank you for praying through us, Jesus, to the Father. We thank you. We say yes and amen to the promises of God. Yes and amen to the disciplines of God, the Father. Yes and amen to his correction. Yes and amen to his mercies. Yes and amen to his love. Yes and amen to his counsel. Yes and amen to his power and his strength that he fills us with his glory and his honor to do the work of Jesus Christ. All power, all glory, and all honor belongs to our Lord, our God, our Father. Amen. Thank, through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. All right, now, let's go through the article. Did you know your name has been changed? It is no longer the same as it was before you were born again. You gave your own name away when you made a covenant with Jesus. Do you realize that? To fully appreciate what that means, you have to think about it in the light of what we know about blood covenant. When someone's entered a covenant of blood, he is giving himself completely away. He is no longer his own. His assets and his depth, his strengths and his weaknesses belong forever to his covenant brothers. When you're in blood covenant with someone, that person's name becomes your name forever. You cannot escape it, good or bad. It's yours. 
When you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he took your name. Your name was sin. Your name was weakness. Your name was fear and poverty and every other evil thing you inherited from Adam. Jesus took these names from you and gave you his own in exchange. That's right. Ephesians 3.15 says that the whole body of Christ has been named after him, both in heaven and earth. That means you have been given Jesus' name. Its authority is now yours. And think about it. Just think about who your name after. Jesus himself said, all authority has been given to me. And now his authority is ours. Jesus, mighty God, wisdom, deliverer, line of the tribe of Judah, word of life, advocate, provider, the great I am, helper, savior, prince of peace, wonderful counselor, lamb of God, Lord of hosts, root of David, author and finisher of our faith, the way, the healer, son of God, the truth, chief cornerstone, king of kings, light of the world, chief shepherd, my strength and song, righteous judge, son of righteousness, resurrection and life, the alpha and the omega. Please repeat this after me. Say, Jesus, mighty God, wisdom, deliver, line of the tribe of Judah, word of life, advocate, provider, the great I am, helper, savior, prince of peace, Wonderful Counselor, Lamb of God, Lord of Hosts, Root of David, Author and Finisher of our Faith, The Way, Healer, Son of God, The Truth, Chief Cornerstone, King of Kings, Light of the World, Chief Shepherd, my strength and song. Righteous Judge, Son of Righteousness, Resurrection and Life, the Alpha and Omega. I'm wondering if I said that too, too fast for you. Let me go ahead and say it again because it feels good in our spirit, in our spirits. Amen. Here we go. Jesus, mighty God, wisdom, deliverer, line of the tribe of Judah, word of life, advocate, provider, the great I am, helper, savior, prince of peace, wonderful counselor, Lamb of God, Lord of hosts. Root of David. Author and finisher of our faith. The way healer, son of God. The truth, chief cornerstone. King of kings, light of the world. 
Chief Shepherd, my strength and song. Righteous Judge, Son of Righteousness, Resurrection and Life, the Alpha and Omega. Praise God, those names cover any need you'll ever have. What's more, the power of God is in His name to bring that name to pass in your life. Acts 3.16 You can't call yourself discouraged anymore. That's not your name. You can't answer with the devil yells, Hey, poor person, that's not your name. Jesus has taken those old names of yours. They're gone. So meditate on the names of the Lord. They're all wrapped up in the name of Jesus. The name above all names, and that name with all his power and authority has been given to you. Amen. And one way we can do to do that is to keep repeating after me, you know, about for 15, 21 days, you know, I am in Jesus. He's my mighty God. Jesus is my wisdom, my deliverer. Jesus is my line of the tribe of Judah. Jesus is my word of life, my advocate, my provider. Jesus is the great I am, my helper, my savior. Jesus is my prince of peace, my wonderful counselor. Jesus is the Lamb of God, Lord of hosts. Jesus is the root of David, author and finisher of our faith. Jesus is the way, the healer, the Son of God. Jesus, the truth, chief cornerstone. Jesus is King of kings, Lord of lords. Jesus, light of the world. Jesus, my chief shepherd. Jesus, my strength and song. Jesus, my righteous judge. Jesus, son of righteousness. Jesus, resurrection and life. The Alpha and the Omega. Amen. The other thing that we can do is write these down and say them out loud 10 times, 12 times for, you know, for 12, 15 days. Jesus is my mighty God. Jesus is my deliverer. Jesus is my line of the true tribe of Judah. Jesus is my word of life, my advocate. Jesus is my provider. Jesus is the great I am, my helper, my savior. Jesus is my prince of peace, my wonderful counselor, lamb of God, Lord of hosts, root of David, author and finisher of our faith, the way, healer, son of God, the truth, chief cornerstone, king of kings, light of the world, chief shepherd, my strength and song, righteous judge, son of righteousness, resurrection and life, Jesus, the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. Amen. What we want to do is want to sear ourselves with the word and that it, the problems of this world will never be a problem again. Sickness, disease, poor self-esteem, uh, judging others. We will be covered with the Word of God and His presence as we go along in this world. 
And the good thing about it, folks, is only taking about 30 days of concentration of working these these sayings and working them into our spirits and our memory and making our lazy fleshes uh, read these, say them, write them down, memorize them for about 30 days. And then we will respond when Satan comes, try to trip us or someone else. Amen. I had a we had a barbecue meeting and we had a, a and someone lost the phone supposedly. Someone came up to the crowd and said, "I have found a phone." So I took a picture of that phone of the cover, and uh, but I failed to get the guy's number. Well, the next day at the next study, my phone was going off. People were calling trying to protect the lady that lost her phone. And they said, I don't understand. You took a picture of the phone, but you did. You don't have the number. Who has the phone? So, and I, I told, I started telling people, you guys just got to thank God for the problem. You just got to thank God. Thank God. And then I was texting the lady that lost her phone. She finally went home, got on her computer and started texting me. And I, t- I texted her and I told her, you got to thank God for the situation. You got to relax. She went to the police department. She asked everybody, she started thinking that there was people that had stole it. They were talking about her, saying so-and-so were talking together. They had something in their hand, and they were saying derogatory things and just condemning herself. And I told her, you know, those people are kind and loving, and you got to forget because their people are, forgive them. They're not perfect, you know. I'm sure you have to stop your suspicion and thank God for the situation, I told her. You're, eventually, you're going to be suspicious of me that I'm. I got the phone. I text her that, and I told her to think. You know, keep thanking God. Just finally, she said, "Okay, I just relax. I just thank God, relax." I said, "There's nothing you can do about it." I go, "If you thank Him and imagine you have it in your hand, it'll show up." And then I get a text. Text, and about thirty minutes later, she says, "I found the phone in my cushion." She had never taken her phone with her, folks. And that's how the devil can trick you and push you. And people <clears throat> lose relationships because of the not doing the exercise of putting Jesus, mighty God, wisdom, deliverer, Lima, tribal. And when I say I thank God, you're turning it over to all these titles. Chief Shepherd, my strength, my song, my righteousness. <clears throat> when you're thanking God for the problem, you're saying Jesus is the way, the healer, son of God, the truth. We're putting it in the hands of God, Lamb of God, Lord of hosts, cornerstone, word of life, advocate, provider, the great I am, helper, savior, prince of peace. Folks, we have won an inheritance beyond our imaginations. All we have to do is stir it up. Stir it up. Stir every word of this up in our, in our, sear it in our consciousness so that it will never be a problem again. Do you believe that? I believe it. Say, I believe. Therefore, I speak. I say, yes and amen. I believe. Therefore, I speak. I say, yes and amen. All right, let's go to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16 and 21. It says, let the message about Christ in all his richness fill your lives and teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. 
Again, let the messages about Christ in all its richness fill your lives, teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Wives, huh? All right, that's about that's about it. Remember, the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward. Verse twenty-four and twenty-three. Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. And again, remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the master you are serving is Christ. Amen. Remember, God has no favors. But if you continue to do what is wrong by not doing the homework, Fernando says, you will be paid back for the wrong you have with headaches and nausea and not feeling good. Come on, folks. This is our computer programming, what I just read to you. By Jesus, mighty God, the Alpha and the Omega. I wish I would have learned this 40 years ago as the basis of my response to everything. You know, amen. I wouldn't be running around helter-skelter, running out of faith and trying to work in this life without the strong presence of God, of God's word. And we all have experience with it. Amen. Thank God we continue to keep looking, keep seeking, keep wondering. Moving on to the 27th, Occupy to Jesus Comes. Ephesians 6, 13 and 17 says, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the day and the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins gird about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherein ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Ephesians 6, 13 and 17. Let's go ahead and look at that at another translations. 6, Ephesians 6, 13. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the times of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. Amen. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil, which... Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. 
Pray in the Spirit at all times on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Amen and amen, the Word of God. The Bible teaches that as believers, you and I are to occupy until Jesus comes. Occupy is a military term meaning to hold possession or control of conquered troops and territory. If we're to do that effectively, most of us are going to have to change our attitudes. We're going to have to recognize that Jesus has already won the victory. That's right, Satan is already defeated. He was whipped at Calvary. We're not on the defensive. He is. What's more, Jesus has given you his very own armor and sword to use to keep that defeated devil in line. You may be a 90-pound weakling on your own, but if you put on God's armor, the devil will never know it. He'll run from you just like you were Jesus. Think about it. What will you do if you were the devil and you came face to face with some fellow wearing God's armor and God's helmet and with God's weapons in each hand? As long as the fellow only spoke God's word, you would think that must be God inside there. Don't neglect any of the armor you've been given. Wear it all. Keep the devil on the defense and occupy till Jesus comes. Amen. Additional reading for us is in Luke chapter 12, verses 35 to 44. I'm reading to you from the Living Translation. It says, Be dressed for service and keep your lamps burning as though you were waiting for your master to return from the wedding feast. Then you will be ready to open the door and let him in the moment he arrives and knocks. The servants who are ready and waiting for his return will be rewarded. I tell you the truth. He himself will seat them, put on an apron, and serve them as they sit and eat. He may come in the middle of the night or just before dawn, but whenever he comes, he will reward the servants who are ready. Understand this. If a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. Peter asked, Lord, is that illustration just for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there there will be a reward. I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. Amen. All right, all right. Thank you so much for coming on today's study. It was a really, really uh, military type for us. You know, once we get our work done, then we're good to go everywhere we go. We're confident, we're joyful, we're happy because we've done. And we're celebrating the victory that Jesus has provided for us. Nothing missing, nothing broken. The word shalom. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. This is the work of the Lord that we're doing. I love you. And thank you for coming out here today. Let's get out there and give them heaven.